This is Sarah Rosser, and you're listening to Wild Healers, a podcast from sage, empowered, and passionate women, bridging the gap in a polarized world of healing. Episode 12, Back to School, Part 3, Camp School. The wall has been built between Western medicine and alternative healing, and it's time to demolish it. If you're ready to see what could happen when we dare to explore uncharted territories of healing, then join your hosts, holistic physician Dr. Megan Galaski and certified professional midwife Sarah Rosser. You're listening to Wild Healers. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for listening to Wild Healers. I am your host today, Sarah Rosser. And today, the reason Meg isn't a host is because she's our guest, Dr. Megan Golaski and her husband, Nathan Golaski. Hi. Hi. <laughs> this is fun feeling. Is it no, fun I, feeling? Yeah. <laughs> it makes me more nervous than hosting with you. It is. It's very weird. It actually, I'm more nervous being interviewed. So. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. So I feel like we all know Dr. Glasky fairly well because we're what we're twelve episodes in on this. But this is really our first time meeting you, Nathan. Tell us some things we should know. Hello. <laughs> uh, I am formally known as Dr. Glasky's worst half. Uh, <laughs> Depends I, on who you talk to. I have been a stay-at-home dad for three years. Before that, I was an audio engineer, production manager in the music industry. Um, I also headed up the audio department for a production company who owns all the equipment uh, that tours and shows use. So um, I worked with technology and bands. And as you guys bridge the gap between Western and Eastern medicine traditions, I bridge the gap between engineers and musicians. Um, I really loved my job, but I loved my kids more, so I came home. And I, over my life, have had lots of different hobbies, uh, whether it be woodworking or cooking or whatever. Uh, I want to use all of those to help bring everybody together in 2020 and have a lot of fun along the way. Okay, so the reason that we are interviewing you guys today is because you are announcing your long-anticipated uh, venture. Yes. What's no. the name of it? Camp School. We're so excited. This is our. This is like our third baby that we're birthing into the world, or maybe fourth if you count the podcast. <laughs> Okay. And you name your babies things like Wild Healers and Camp School. Yep. Yep. So beautiful. What is Camp School? Camp School is an online community for busy parents and amazing kids adapting to home-based learning this year. And we provide a schedule with accountability and support, uh, learning enrichment, and some arts um, because when we lean on each other, we can thrive as families and um, we're ready to thrive as a family during COVID times. And we're ready to reach out and help other families that may be feeling like us. Awesome. 
So is this, who is this for? Is this for all home-based learners, a certain age group? Like, tell us more about these amazing kids that you're going to serve with this product. So when we launch, we are going to be focusing on parents who have children that are pre-K through early elementary aged. Awesome. And this is for folks who are homeschooling independently, folks that are homeschooling, uh, virtual schooling. Yeah. Yes. All of the above. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can even imagine that some folks who are in counties where their kids go to public school a couple days a week, that those days that their kids are home, that something like this would be helpful for them. I think we should be clear about something right from the beginning that what we are not is a curriculum. It's not another thing to do. Got it. Not another thing on your to-do list. We're going to work with whatever curriculum you're doing. So like just what you said, if we're if you're doing homeschooling and you have a homeschool curriculum, if you're doing um, you're doing distance learning virtually through your school, it's going to work with that. So it's not oh our own whole thing. This is to help parents stay on track help you get up in the morning, help you get going, help you get your body moving and do it with a community of other parents that are going through the same thing um, and then get your day going with your kids. And and you can do it. Yeah, you can do it on the days off. It'll be flexible. Um, And it's basically the problem I was seeing arising so much in my pediatric practice was um, we're in month five, month six of being home and people are, are unraveling a little bit at the edges. We certainly are unraveling a little bit. We're feeling overwhelmed, very tired. How are you feeling, Nathan? I feel like you're just talking about me to everyone. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I like to think of myself as a competent adult. I love my children very much. I'm invested in their future. I think they're amazing kids. I love being with them. Also, I'm losing my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been a stay-at-home dad for three years now. When I left work to be a stay-at-home dad, uh, I had originally planned to do it for about a year, um, just so I felt like I was really connecting with my kids at a really influential time in their life. And I had decided to go back to work right before the pandemic and the lockdown. And so I felt like I was ready to leave the nest already and then got stuck here. Mm -hmm. And so I really started feeling trapped and stressed out and felt myself pushing away from the kids and having a shorter and shorter and shorter temper Mm -hmm. with them and not being compassionate towards them and really felt trapped And there was a lot of anxiety and depression and trying to cope with all of that was super hard. And, you know, like a lot of us, I follow a lot of dad accounts online and even the ones that are lighthearted and fun, everybody's experiencing a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. And this is not, you know, I don't have a a doctorate in early childhood education or anything. There's nothing special about us. We want to do it together. If we can all join together and help each other. Mm -hmm. It's what Megan said, we can thrive. Yeah. I think a lot of what you just described, like a lot of us can relate to that, that kind of end of your rope type feeling. And 
something that I know Meg has been saying since the beginning of COVID as she works with kids every day throughout, throughout all of this is how important the like getting up and having a routine, even though there maybe isn't any outside reason for us to have that kind of routine is so important for our mental health and well-being. It's got to be for our kids too. Like my kids are, are, they thrive with structure. And so the lack of structure that we may be left with being homebound, I feel like this is a really, really incredible resource that that uh, virtual school is not offering, whether it's through the state or through a homeschool organization or whatever, like the kids are missing out on this, right? Right. I mean, you're expected to magically, it's these unrealistic expectations that you're expected to magically wake up in the morning, wake all your kids up in the morning after a six month hiatus, get everybody somehow ready, get everybody logged into all their 500 different passwords, all these things, get everybody perfect. You see the perfect Facebook family, the perfect Instagram family that, you know, works out every day and makes their chai tea latte and has their perfectly groomed dogs. And you see these things and, and, and they're somehow we've set up that expectation in our mind that that's what we're striving for. And, and then when you get to the end of the day and those things didn't happen, then you feel like a failure. And I just want parents to know that that is not being a failure. You know, that's that comparison, that that lack of schedule where you're just floaty and you don't know. You're just like, I feel like I should be doing this, this, and this. And you have this parent list of shoulds. And then you get to the end of the day and you didn't do the shoulds. And then you feel like a failure. You know, yes, we're made to get up with, with the sun rising, like this is how our body hormones work. We're not made to sleep in until noon and stay up until midnight. We're, we're made to get up, get our bodies moving. Um, we know that mindfulness plays into it and we'll be incorporating that as well. Gratitude and then following through. Yeah. A schedule that kind of leads you through your days and it doesn't have to be anything super strict. It just needs to be, a loosely based schedule that helps you eat lunch. I mean, some days I'll come home and Nathan's forgotten to eat lunch. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that, I mean, that's a recipe for disaster for the parent and you're not going to feel your best. You're not going to feel great. And you're going to get to the end of the days. Your hormone levels are going to drop. Your glucose is going to be low and you're not going to feel well. And it's these little changes that can really help us. And if we recognize that other families are feeling the same that, that we are, um, kind of what Nathan and I thought is we'd love to help other people as we help our own family through this. And help other people help other people. Yeah, exactly. We just want to spread the love. We want to spread the love all around. If I could add something to that, mm -hmm. I would be suspicious that other people feel like this also when I feel like a failure at the end of the day and I go to bed like that, I wake up like that mm -hmm. and it's just cyclical yeah. and I, I can't seem to break that cycle. So even if I have a day where I give a hundred percent and we do some homeschooling and the kids get exercise and I manage their screen time and they eat well and actually get them out of their jammies one thing happens and I'm kind of back to square one. 
And I really hope to foster an environment where we are all okay with just doing our best for ourselves first and our kids mm-hmm. and fostering that environment of support and care and self-care. Yeah. And the other thing, Sarah, that you had mentioned that the school systems aren't providing with the current state of things is um, enrichment in the arts, in physical activity, uh, in body movement, in healthy eating. These things that you would have gotten were you in your classroom, through music class, through art activities, through your school lunch, those are all missing now. And we're also going to be providing that through camp school. Um, Nathan is an engineer and I'm a pediatrician. And we have both taught since I've taught since I was 12. I started teaching dance, little dance classes to the kindergartners. Nathan has taught since college. No, I did. I did. Um, instrumental private lessons, even as early as junior high. Oh, I'm learning things too. Oh, he did private <laughs> lessons instrumental. So I'm learning things about you too. I love that. Um, so we, we love teaching. We love helping. And people have called us like jack of all trades. I call it a jack of all trades, master of none. I can kind of do a little of a lot. And we'd like to teach. I mean, we'd love to teach you guys that. The reason we want to guide other families, the reason we want to guide you guys is because we are just like you. And you hear this struggle in our voice. We know that we're not alone. We know that people have felt very alone and isolated um, and lonely. And it's time to get out of that. We want to as a family and we want to help other people as a family too. And um, we've, just even just forming this project to me has felt like it's starting to unite us more as a family. And we have a a passion that we're going forth with in the world. Again, we're having things that we can share with other people and, and a newfound excitement and we can help other people, other families, other moms and dads, stay-at-home parents who are on your last, you know, you're at the end of your rope and you're, you have no more energy and you're like, how am I even going to survive this year? Um, We know that if we walk through together that, that we can make it through. I am personally invested in changing this negative spiral that stay-at-home parents and kids find themselves in, in 2020, because Mm -hmm. I'm in it. So I want to be that change. Yeah. And I'm so invested in that change that I'm leaving my private practice as a pediatrician. And I'm devoting my full time to this because I really truly believe that I can help people in this space the best way. I feel that this is what children and families need this year. Um. And I, you know, I think this is the space to do it in. I don't get to have that time in the doctor's office like I'm going to have virtually seeing people through our online chat rooms that you'll be a part of through camp school and having, you know, 30 minutes and an hour to talk and and learn and grow together. I'm 
I'm even going to offer personal one-on-one coaching for parents as well because you deserve my dedicated attention for a longer time than seven minutes in a doctor's office. You deserve more dedicated time than that. And, um, and I want to give that to the parents. I really, really, that that's what I'm put on this earth to do. That's what I felt like when I was 19 and decided to become a pediatrician. Um, and I didn't, I, I just didn't feel like I was able to fully give that in the space that I was practicing in. And it wasn't because that was a bad practice. It was just the way that the medical system is set up right now. And I'm so excited to move into this new space where I know it's virtually, you know, for right now at least, but I'm so excited that we can let you into our home, that you can see that, yes, I'm a doctor and I know a lot about pediatrics and I can help you with your developmental problems, but also like my laundry's in a basket behind me right now. It's not done and folded and perfect and neat. You know, we're humans and I'm excited to let people in our home and I'm excited to be welcomed into other people's homes and just talk through these questions, these problems. Um, mental health is just at the forefront of everything right now. And it's going to be that way for a while. And, you know, I'm excited to see my household flourish and grow and be happy again. I'm really, really grateful. I'm going to cry. I'm really, really grateful for the opportunity to do this. And I believe that it's the best thing for everybody right now. And I'm I'm so thankful that Sarah even had the idea to ask us about this because I'm very passionate about it and I'm very excited. I feel like it marries all of these things and all of the gifts that I've been given that I want to share with the world. And... Nathan gets to share his gifts because he's ridiculously funny and fun. He's funny and fun, as all of our friends always said back in Memphis. <laughs> um, and he's going to get to be that again. He's not going to feel buried and tired and exhausted to the point where he doesn't even get to be funny anymore. He's going to get to thrive. Well, I mean, that's a huge announcement that this isn't some little side hustle. Like this is something that you guys have thrown yourself into fully and leaving your private practice. I think, I mean, that's this podcast. We've, we've always talked about like getting out of our boxes of this is what defines me and my practice and, and reaching outside of that box and um, how we can help each other and join forces. Not very many people would probably think that a medical doctor is going to leave her practice, her private practice uh, to guide children virtually and, and families virtually in this homeschooling endeavor that we're all on all of a sudden. But like, that's really radical. And I mean, that's, that's what I know of you as being radical. Makes sense. I feel like as, as families are figuring out their schedules and they're figuring out how this piece would fit well into their lives, it would be helpful if they knew a little bit more about you guys and what brought you to this point. Yeah, totally. Do you want to go on me? <laughs> Who's going to tell our teenage life story? We met when we were 
No, I guess we are 20. Take us all the way back to conception. I mean, why not, right? <laughs> well, let's go back further than that. In okay. 1791. <laughs> in the beginning, there was darkness. So before the Big Bang. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, our story, Nathan and I met in physics class. So we're science dorks, and uh, we met when we were young. We were 20, and I knew I wanted to be a doctor. And I, before we dated, I said, I, uh, I'm i going to be a doctor, and I want to marry somebody who's willing to be a stay-at-home dad. And he was like, cool, I'm up for that. So, uh, he, so I was like, great. And so he stood by my side while I worked through all of my classes and he was just such a big supporter always always such a uh, encourager and giving me whatever tools I needed to get through those hard times <clears throat> and he is an audio engineer I'll let you talk more about that I was a an audio engineer and production manager in the music industry and really love sound and um i should say i have to defend the engineer title a little bit because if there are any civil or structural or electrical engineers listening they would laugh when they heard megan call me an engineer <laughs> uh in my defense i do design and build speakers and use actual math and science and physics um, I don't just push buttons on a console. So I do, I do very real science <laughs> with, with textbooks and studying and all that. Um, I really loved my job. I felt like I was missing my kids' lives. And a lot of my elders in the industry, just time after time and tour after tour, I heard people say, uh, I wish I had spent more time at home. I wish I had found a different career. Or it ended in divorce and they don't get custody custody because their job takes them out on the road. And so I said, well, if nobody else is listening and everybody's living in regret, then I'm going to listen. So I got off the road, came home to be with the kids. Um, and I set out to do it for about a year. And this month marks year number three. Um, so like Megan said, we we met in we met in college, and life has been a wild ride since then. Certainly not what we expected or set out to do, and uh, that's just how we are, man. We we play hard, and we love hard, and we fight hard, and that's our life. And now we're here doing this, and we're both excited about it, and we're going for it, and we're doing it. Yeah, I mean, totally. Like, obviously, medicine was a long endeavor. And that was from, you know, 19 to 31, though, for me, those years were all taken up by medical training. And, you know, now I've been a doctor for seven years. And I don't, you know, like I said, like, I'm, ha I'm so thankful for that part. I needed that. I needed to learn so much of that. I'm so grateful. I love the human body. I mean, it's, amazing what your body's doing right now just to sit here and talk in a conversation and um and I've always loved children when I started off with medicine I was going to be an OBGYN and then I decided to change my mind because I'm not a 5 a.m wake up time type of person um everyone should know that we're not going to start our our day our uh, camp school schedule at, at 
at 6 a.m. Not going to happen. I don't think my clock has a 5 a.m. <laughs> 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 oh, um, you know, anyway, so I, I decided to change to pediatrics because I love kids. And when I called my mother to tell her, she was like, oh, we always all knew you would be a pediatrician. I was like, thanks for telling me, mom. <laughs> no one told me. Um, and I, cause I've always loved kids. I've always babysat. I have two little brothers and, um, you know, I, I love families of kids. My whole family is, uh, is educators. They're educators and we come from a teacher background. Um, my dad was a music teacher. Um, both grandparents were teachers and many, many other people were teachers in our family. And so to me during this pandemic, this seemed like, I mean, honestly, this idea came to me in a dream and I really believe in dreams and intuition. And I really believe in following your dreams, even when it's super scary, because honestly, like just being straight up with you, leaving a, a private medical practice is not the easiest decision. There's a reason it's not common because you, you know, you follow this path and you do the next thing and you kind of find yourself on a path. But something was just always pulling at me, like, how can I serve using all of the gifts that I'm given, all of the passions that I have? And that's where that led me. I mean, in that dream. And then I came to Nathan with it and I was like, listen, this is how we've been feeling. We have been feeling so stuck lonely, scared, like we couldn't make any decisions. We had paralysis. We couldn't even choose whether to send our kid to school this year. We couldn't do anything. Couldn't decide if we wanted to even move. I mean, once this came and this idea came, we we felt like it was the right thing. And I think that Nathan saw my passion behind it and, and got on board. And, um, you know, I was like, why not us? Why not us? Why? We we do have a passion for teaching. We do love doing all of these different things. And we know what it's like. We know what it's like to be a parent of two young kids right now in the world. And we, we're excited to help everybody. So that's where, where we're at, like who we are. We're very open-minded, I think, is how I would describe us. Sure. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> we're very adaptable to change. Like, if, if something needs to change, if our minds need to change, if we need to believe something different than yesterday, then we'll throw out yesterday and we'll believe the new thing today. And we believe that everybody has that ability. And... Um, yeah. So that's kind of who we are. I think that's really helpful to hear a lot more about who you guys are. Okay. So you guys are not a family of two. You've got a couple of great dogs and a couple of really great kids. Are we going to be seeing them in camp school? Oh yeah. This is a family affair. You'll meet everyone. <laughs> We've got Miles, who's five. And we've got Juniper, who's three. You may hear us say June, Juby, Jubes, Junebug, Juby Jubes, Juby Jubes. 
Um, we've got Tippy, who is a great dog, and Crash, who is a pug. And everyone loves him the most, but he snores through half of our episodes, and so Sarah has met him many times. Yeah. Miles is stoked about camp school. He is has wanted to do this since the beginning. It, it's important to me to have their consent because this is going to be, you know, broadcasted to families and both of them understand what's happening. And Miles, basically, when I told him you could be an actor for, as a job, he was like floored. He was like, yes! Actually, yes! I, I think for him it was ceilinged. Ceilinged, yes. Just literally jumping up and down. So excited. Y'all are going to get a kick out of Miles. He's a hoot. and um, he's, he's genuinely funny. He's hilarious, and he's so into this. He asks us if we're going to record a video that day. Every day. Every day. He tells me if one's super boring that he doesn't want to do it. Um, he gives us ideas for ones, and so we're us- literally using a five-year-old's opinion on mm-hmm. on this stuff. So, yes, everybody will be there. Everybody will be involved, and we encourage the parents. You know, we'll have definitely some interactive stuff to where you'll be able to see our kids, and hopefully our kids will be able to see your kids a little bit. Um, so, yeah, that'll be fun. Tell me more about who camp school is for I, I, I know out the bat that when I hear about families um, who are virtual schooling, maybe it wasn't their first choice because their child doesn't have um, typical abilities, that uh, this sounds like a really incredible thing for them. But who, so who else? Yeah, you know, I guess what we didn't mention too is that Nathan has ADHD and our son has ADHD and our son had childhood apraxia of speech. And so he had been in some special needs classes. And so that's another part of our family and definitely something that we feel led to help and lead in. Um, So camp school overall is for busy parents, whether you're a stay at home mom or dad Um, with a partner who's out working and earning, or maybe you're both learning from, or excuse me, working from home and you're doing virtual working and you're feeling extremely overwhelmed with all of these things to do on your kids' virtual learning process. Um, For those people who are feeling overwhelmed, uh, we're targeted at pre-K to early elementary kids. And... um, People who are feeling they're unraveling, but that we know have potential um, to not only get it together and and survive this school year, but thrive, really. Nathan, like as a stay-at-home parent, somebody that's been doing that for a while now, what, I mean, what would you say to other stay-at-home parents who are unraveling and how this might would serve them well? That is a really excellent question. Even before we had this idea, when Megan was working and I was just home with the kids, um, connecting online with other stay-at-home dads, you know, there's a Facebook group for literally anything. Mm -hmm. And I would, you know, stay-at-home dads married to doctors or whatever. And 
communicating with those guys that are in such a similar situation and whether it's supporting each other or getting advice on which lawnmower to buy or commiserating, <laughs> there was a lot of, you know, not just solidarity, but support. And so this opens that up to everyone that's in this situation. So it's not us sitting in front of a camera or typing out blogs of here's how you need to do your life and your day. It's, hey, well, let's just do it together. Mm -hmm. And we're not always going to be great at it, but we can do it together and that's going to be better. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. So practically speaking, tell me a little bit more about these enrichment activities. Tell me a little bit more about what this will look like for folks who are interested. So the number one part of it is, is the schedule. And I cannot stress enough that it's going to work with your schedule. It's going to work with your curriculum and it's not going to be another to-do list. So what will be is every morning we'll wake up together at the same time. It will be live broadcast for Central Standard Time. But if you're in another time zone, like if you're out in California, I'm still going to have it recorded. So you don't have to wake up, like I said, at five o'clock in the morning to join me at seven. Um, that you can get up and push play. It'll be via a Zoom platform. And hopefully we'll be able to see the other kids. So, I mean, gosh, if your kids are like mine and they're just craving even seeing another kid on a screen at this point, like they're just happy to see another face of a kid their age. And so we'll have some interaction. We'll get up. We'll sing. We'll do some numbers, some letters. We'll do some mindfulness and body movement, um, whether it's yoga, dance, you know, wiggling, whatever, you know, we'll do different activities. And then you will click through a schedule that's on our platform, on our website, and you'll be able to say, okay, now it's time to do your curriculum. So like for us, we're doing a homeschool curriculum with our kids. So we'll take that time and we'll teach them their homeschool curriculum for that day. And then we'll check back in about mid-morning We'll have different check-ins. I'll, I'll see how everybody's doing with their day. You can join me on a Zoom call some days. I'm going to have a, a friend who is an astrologer do some fun astrological readings for what? us. Yes. Um, so she's going to help us out with like what energies are going on, what we can do with, uh, you know, with those energies for our families for those days. We're going to have different people reading children's stories um, things like that. And then you'll have, uh, more time for your own curriculum that you're doing. Then you'll have a lunchtime and the lunchtime will have some pre-recorded, like easy, I cannot stress enough, easy things to make somewhere between frozen corn dogs and gourmet. That's okay. what it will be. And, um, and then we'll have another little afternoon activity and then that's it. So it's not like the whole day. It's basically getting you up in the morning, getting you set up with your computer, getting you going, getting you to eat some food and then checking in with each other. We'll also do some little fun things throughout the week, like wine down Wednesdays and stuff like that. And maybe we'll gather together with our, our little glasses of wine in the evenings with Dr. G and just like unload on how the week's been. Just for clarity, this is for the parents. For the parents. 
for the parents. Yeah, because obviously we're like helping you with your kids, but you we all need parental support, you know. Yeah, that's for the parents. And the next morning you do the same thing. You log in. It's a monthly membership. I should have said that at the beginning. It's a monthly membership. So the next day, you'll be ready to go. You log in. You click your first item of the day. We'll wake up together again. And we'll do it Monday through Friday. We'll just do five days a week. And everything will be pre-recorded um, for the rest of the days, you know, other than circle time. So that if you get behind, guess what? It's fine. No one cares that you got a little bit behind. I'll still check up with you on your wind down Wednesdays and be like, have you at least done a couple of days of this this week so that there's a little accountability there? Because that's always helpful for me mm -hmm. to like stay on task. But it's also not like super strict. Um, you know, there's forgiveness, there's padding there. If you need to go on vacation with your family, you can come back and see those old videos that you missed. Um, and there will be a printable schedule that goes with it. And so you can kind of gather all of your family's thoughts or even put what um, enrichment you did that day or whatever. Well, that leads into enrichment. So I guess I'll pass the mic for Nathan to talk about enrichment. Uh, we talked about earlier how the arts as a broad category are missing, not just while distance learning, but even in school. Yeah. You know, budget Preach. cuts. Yeah. Um, a lot of us can agree on that. So we really want to help fill that gap. So enrichment courses, we're going to be doing videos of lots of different things, all of them fun. Uh, the arts, music, sports, mindfulness, shop classes, cooking, etc. I have lots of hobbies, and I would love to share those with everyone, uh, whether it's, you know, maintaining my way too many number of axes or uh, <laughs> splitting and stacking wood for our fireplace in the wintertime. Um, he even said that he would give us um, a backstage tour. I mean, shop class, that sounds like so much fun. Do they, even, so. do they even do that anymore in school? They, I don't think I had shop class in high school. Only, only you have to do it as an elective only in high school. So we're introducing, I mean, there's no reason not to let your younger kid hold a hammer with supervision. I grew up with my dad being a contractor and then owning his own uh, renovation and inspection company. So I, I learned how to hold a hammer very early on. That's where I got my foundation and my basics. And I am forever grateful for having been introduced to all of that at such an early age. It has come in so handy my entire life and not just being able to fix stuff around my own house and save us money, but also being able to help others. Um, just a few months ago, there was an elderly gentleman whose homeowners association um, was saying there was something wrong with his roof. I don't remember what specifically, but he uh, was very, very ill with cancer and could not do it himself. And so a friend of his reached out and said, hey, I need help fixing this guy's roof. And I was able to just grab my bag of tools and run over there and know how to help and what to do. And, and it felt so good to have that knowledge base mm -hmm to be able to help others. And it's fun, man. Like whether you're building a birdhouse or a mailbox or a really complicated speaker design, it's fun. 
and I love I love getting our five year old Miles out there and helping me and um, being safe and having fun. Yeah. Uh, so shop class is fun. We're also going to do trade craft and repairs around the house and. And like he never talks about all his cool rock and roll stuff, but I'm I'm super geeky about it, and I'm always like, it's so cool. Let's go backstage, and he's like, it's just backstage. And so I've convinced him that that would be very cool to do a backstage tour. So he's going to do that for us, and um, we'll have um, some people teach some guitar stuff too, and. What, let's see, be, be more specific. What kind of arts? We're, it's not just guitars, but it's... Oh, we've got an accordion. <laughs> yeah, we're also going to be doing... Who movement. plays the accordion? I own the accordion. Okay. That's it. All right. Uh, I love it. I can't play it, but I love it. It's beautiful, and I love it very much. I love this. I know it. it it has a bad rap for the sound of it, but when you hear an accordion in person that's well played, it is a beautiful, full, round sound that is captivating. It's super fun, and the kids love the accordion. They yes. love it. We have a kid-sized one, too. Yes. And so, yes, we've got piano, we've got drums, we've got some African drums from... My sister was working in an orphanage in Burkina Faso, and so we went to a, this really, really big market of craftspeople. And so these are handmade by uh, a couple different craftsmen. I danced from kindergarten through college and taught, I used to teach little kids dance and I taught ballroom in college. So we'll do some ballet, some acrobatics, some ballroom dancing, some Latin dancing, all the, all the dancing. Yoga. We'll do some yoga. We will do um, art, visual art, painting, um, drawing, that kind of thing. I studied music theory for four semesters in college and was absolutely smitten by it. The taking my analytical brain and math science brain and combining it with music is just a huge passion of mine. You and have a minor in it. I have, I have a minor in music. Yeah. Yes. Uh, also I played soccer for most of my life. And so <laughs> oh, we'll yeah. do a little, we'll do a little bit of sports in there as well. We'll try our best with sports. <laughs> I didn't know that Nathan. That's cool. Is watch. it sport ish? Yes. Yes. I don't true. watch sports on TV at all. Um, but I love, loved and love playing soccer and dedicated a lot of my life to it. And so we'll, we'll throw some of that in there as well. And we'll also do STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math education, and showing you developmentally um, from a pedia, you know, from a pediatrician standpoint, kind of what that teaches your kids too. And we'll do some fun science experiments because I love that. And obviously, my degree was in uh, biology and chemistry. So we, this is where the jack of all trades comes in. We could go on and on about the enrichments, but that's why you got to join because you never know what we're going to come up with next. <laughs> like, you do not know. It could be out of left field. That's awesome. Well, one of the things that, I mean, like, really stands out to me is just the accountability, the, the light accountability that you guys will offer. Like, as a, so I, I think we've told our listeners this before, but I was a homeschooler, but I also homeschooled my kids for a couple of years um, at the beginning. And 
they, uh, the thing that is so challenging for on both ends of that is, is the get up and go and the, and the accountability to actually follow through with your tasks in a timely manner. Um, my mom used to make me always make my bed and brush my teeth and at least change clothes. Even if I didn't put on nice clothes, I still needed different ones than the ones that I slept in. And this feels like a really like amplified version of that. This feels like um, some accountability to actually follow through with those types of tasks and then and, and do the things that are easily forgotten. Because if you wake up in the morning and it's like, you need to get through your math workbook and you need to finish this project or whatever, you'll forget about those things like yoga and moving your body and um, taking part in things you enjoy, like shop. Like those are, those are the kinds of things that get left by the wayside. And so, and I can't really think of two more skilled, multi-talented folks to lead this. So I think that's really <laughs> incredible. Tell me how folks sign up. How do they, how do they find you? So www.thecampschool.com, that's The Camp School, T-H-E-C-A-M-P-S-C-H-O-O-L.com. Check your show notes. Thecampschool.com, we'll find it in show notes. Click the link. You will put your email in and you'll get a free day camp pass. So you'll get a whole day for free. You'll get to be with me for this uh, wake up time, circle time. You will have a lunchtime recipe to follow through and an enrichment class all for free. Um, we're really excited to let people in on that and see that. Also, we will have a an offer for our early enrollers. And so you'll get a special price uh, for your membership if you go ahead and sign up. If you sign up now, you'll have a special intro price that we will run for the first four weeks, for the first month. And you'll jump on with us and have a great time. We'll obviously be having our uh, little chats together and we'll get to hang out together online. So you can also follow us on our social media, which is camp.school on Instagram. And we're on Facebook as camp school. So Facebook, Instagram, sign up on our email. We can't wait to have everybody join us. We can't wait to hear your feedback on what you think. Yes. Um, you can get on our wild healers. So wild.healers. Let us know what you think of this episode too. And what you would like to see at camp school. Yeah. What do you want to see? You want to see me and Nathan? There's already been Nathan, a uh, suggestion of you cooking in tights. That actually has been shared by a few of my friends, and it's expanding. <laughs> so apparently I'm just going to be doing a bunch of stuff in tights, and I did not volunteer for that. I don't... We may have to charge a premium for cooking in tights. Here for it. I believe we will survive this year. I believe we're all amazing, and humans are meant for connection. We are made to be together, and we're apart. And everything that's happening right now stems from this. The, the loneliness, the separation, the isolation, it leads us to a comparison game that we'll always lose. Comparing to other, quote, perfect Instagram or Facebook families, comparing to our neighbors, even comparing to our past selves last year, or the what-if selves, 
that we let creep in. What if COVID hadn't happened? What would my life look like now? Always, that's a losing battle. It will kill our joy. We need to realize that the joy is already within us. It is right now. All we have to do is breathe and be at peace with what is. Who we are is enough at this very moment. If we can realize that it opens the door to loving ourselves again, and that love radiates out from within us. We can share in community. We don't feel depleted at work. Our family feels that joy and it's contagious. The peaceful energy will flow from within us out through us to everyone. That's love. Then we don't have to strive anymore. We aren't grasping for some hold that can pull us up out of the water. The love lifts us out. We float. We then can look up out of the depths and see that we are all just humans trying to swim. We're all looking for that love, that connection, and it's already there if we just allow it. We're here at camp school to allow it, to let the love pour out of us so that our family can float and we can join with other families that have chosen to believe they will float. They can float, and then we're all human again, together. The constraints of a world that drives us apart disappear, and we realize that we're all one, that we're all alive, we're all here, and we can be here together. We will survive, and we will do it together. Camp school, (laughs) here to serve you. That's our philosophy. That's my heart. That's what drives me every day to get up and work on this, you know, 12 hours a day. And we love, we love you. We love each other, even through really hard times. So come to Camp School, www.thecampschool.com and join with us if you share in that vision. Thank you for listening to Wild Healers. I'm thankful to Dr. Glaski and Nathan Glaski for sharing their hearts and mission with us to bring healing to what might feel like brokenness. We're going to put all of their contact information for camp school in the show notes. Please uh, hit subscribe if you want to keep up with these podcasts. We've got a really exciting one coming up here in the next two weeks. Um, You can also follow us on Instagram at wild.healers. Recorded and mixed by Nathan Galaski. Art and design by Sarah Gillum and Gabe Rosser. Theme song composed and performed by Jake Wesley Rogers. Thank you for listening to the Wired Hears.